and welcome to Cybersecurity Uncensored. I'm Logan, and if this is your first time, welcome to the channel. Today, we're going to take on a little bit of a different topic, password managers. Now, there's been more than enough information out there about passwords as it is, what constitutes a good password, password complexity, reuse, abuse, overuse, all these sort of things. That's not what I'm here to discuss today. Today, we're going to look at password managers. So you're probably asking yourself, do I need a password manager? And the short answer is yes. Now, one of the topics I'm actually gonna to touch on in this video is going to be something like this. So for those of you on the podcast, you can't see this, but I'm actually holding up a standard notebook, similar to something like you can buy at Woolworths for a few dollars. But we'll get onto that in a second. So what is a password manager? Well, a password manager is essentially an electronic vault or safe to keep all your passwords in. So why do you need one? What's the system you're currently using? Well, what I've seen so far is some people are using Notepad, they're using Excel, they're using Word. They try to get tricky and they try to encrypt the files. But at the end of the day, it's just an ordinary file. What I would recommend is that you go with a password manager because it creates a secure place to put all of your passwords. But because we're always recommended to use a separate password for every application and system we use, there's a lot of benefit in using a password manager. Now, let's just say that you've got 15, 20, 30, 50, 100 different types of applications that you use on a daily basis. How do you keep track of your passwords for all of those? If you're like most people, you're probably using the same password over and over and over again. Even if it's a complex password and you put a lot of time and effort into coming up with it, you're still reusing the password and that's not good practice. So what do you do? Well, having a whole bunch of unique passwords is ideal, but how do you keep track of all? Well, that's where Password Vault comes in. So in this system, you can keep all of your access credentials in one single secure location and it's all secured with one good secure password. So whenever you log into your password manager, all of your various passwords are there at your fingertips. One of the nice things that I find about password managers is their ability to automatically generate passwords for you. I'm pretty sure all of us have sat around trying to come up with a really good password at some point or another. And when we found a really good one, we've stumbled into the trap of just reusing it for everything. So what do you do if that password becomes compromised in a data breach? There's been lots of those lately, Optus, Medibank, and the list goes on. So what do you do? Well, you can come up with another tricky password, but then you have to change it on all of your systems because all of your systems are using the same password, right? Now you can see how inconvenient it is. The other thing to consider too, is that if your single really secure password becomes compromised, either through a phishing attack or through some other means, then they don't actually have to hack all of your systems. They only have to hack one, rinse and repeat. So there's a lot of validity to having a password manager in order to generate separate passwords for all of your systems. You don't have to remember it. That's what the password manager is for. So I often get asked what password managers I would recommend. Well, I've used pretty much all of them over the years. The one that I've settled on recently and probably over the last several years has been 1Password. I think it's probably one of the better solutions that's out there. We've all heard of the problems with programs like LastPass lately. There's other players in the market like KeePass, you know, there's Dashlane. There's the ability to have a password vault through, say, Apple uh, on your mobile devices or even in the browser. 
I'm not crazy about the ones in the browser because I don't fully trust them, but that's just me. You know, take your own chances. At the end of the day, it's still a password manager that you can use. Not my recommended one, but it's still one that's available. So if you've got a password manager, what do you do? Well, it's going to be a little bit of pain in the beginning to get it set up. You need to put in all your different credentials. What you'll often find is if you're logging into a system, the password manager will actually prompt you to save that password in. Or if you've been using something like Google, you can automatically import all of your passwords. Perhaps you've been using a third-party product that you don't really like anymore. Maybe you've had LastPass and you want to come over to one password. Well, you can always just do an import. I find that pretty handy. There's a few more steps to it involved, but that gives you the idea. Now, in addition to uh, credentials, you can also save details in there like driver's license number, home address, phone number, these sort of things. You can safeguard it. it's in there. But the one thing that I want to emphasize is whenever you set up your password manager, set a strong master password. There's no point in having a password manager safeguarding all these complex, neat passwords if you're using a password like 12345678. I'm not really sure if some of these password managers would allow you to get away with that, but hey, I haven't really tried it out and I don't really want to find out either. So let's just say that you're using a password manager and one of your passwords gets compromised. What do you do? Well, you can log into your password manager and simply generate a new password for that system because that is usually one of the first steps you want to do is to generate a new password for the environment that's been breached. Now, quite often we found out about this, you know, after the fact it's happened, but that doesn't mean that you can't just go in and change your password just as a proactive measure. Uh, better safe than sorry. So interestingly enough, What's to stop someone else from logging into your password manager elsewhere? Because everything's a SaaS application. Everything sits in the cloud these days. One password is no, no different. Well, it actually would force you to go through the steps of authenticating a new machine. So if I were to say set it up one password on my PC and then turn around and want to set it up on my phone, I actually have to authenticate that device. Usually you get a unique code that you're able to use in order to set it up remotely. That way you can validate all of these different devices that you happen to have connected. Because right now I have my iPhone, my iPad, my laptop, you know, a few other systems that I won't disclose that are actually connected to one password because that's where I keep my passwords. Now, what's really nice about some of these solutions is if you work for a business that happens to have one password or some of the other corporate solutions that manage credentials, there's actually usually a family membership that's available. So in addition to having the business membership that you can use at home, you usually get an installation that you can use for yourself. So I think that's probably a really good benefit to it. So it gives you the habit of using it at work, but then you also use it at home. And that's probably a more ideal situation. So there's a lot of other things that you can do with 1Password or other types of password managers. Again, I should probably state that I'm not being paid by 1Password, despite the fact that I've been mentioning them quite numerous times lately. Um, it just happens to be the product that I'm using. It's the one that I endorse. Pick your own. It, it's entirely up to you, but please use something. Because writing things down in sticky notes, I know we always make the joke about passwords and sticky notes, but people still friggin' do it, especially when it comes to shared passwords. There's the other thing about a password vault. Let's just say that you're working in an environment where there are several people that need access to common passwords. You know, systems administrators, database administrators, someone that needs access to that top level permission. So you can actually set up a secure vault that's shared amongst different people that shared some of those common administrator passwords, service accounts, passwords, and those sort of things. You'll find that very handy, particularly if you're an administration team 
one person has to change a password on, say, a router, a switch, a firewall or something. So instead of going through the rigmarole of telling everyone else, you know, I've updated the password and then, God forbid, emailing it or texting it to them, you can simply just say it's been updated in the password database. Then everyone else that needs access to it has access to it. And that's quite beneficial. So I know there's a lot of other things we can cover with password managers. I would encourage you to kind of get stuck in and figure out more. Now, one password in particular has a brilliant YouTube channel. It has a whole lot of great videos. And hey, it's even got Ryan Gosling as their spokesman. You can't go wrong there, right? So let's touch on a bit of a prickly subject. So I'm going to hold up this notepad again for, for those of you on the podcast. This is just a standard notepad that you can buy at Woolworths. So how is that a password management solution, you probably say? I know I've seen the posts on LinkedIn and other social media where people have had this book. They've picked it up at the bookstore. They've seen it at the bookstore and it says passwords, internet passwords, home personal passwords, all that sort of thing. And they've railed on about how dangerous that is and how much of a security risk and all that sort of thing it is. I disagree. I think there's actually a valid use case for using something like this notebook. And I'll tell you why. Because you have an elderly population and convincing them to be able to use a password manager or have complex passwords and all these other sort of things. And, and it doesn't have to be elderly people. Some people just struggle with technology. I get that. I mean, I've been around technology my entire life. It's second nature. There's a lot of people that are not like that. And they're probably not like a lot of the people that are watching this video either. So the merit of having something like this is it allows them to write their passwords down, usernames and passwords on paper, and then they've got access to it. Now, I know there's some of you out there that are probably pulling your hair out going, hang on a second, that's insecure, that's this, that's that, that's everything else, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so one thing that I will admit is don't go out and buy the book that says passwords on it, right? It's a little bit of a red flag for me. And it's not necessarily a red flag for the cyber criminals because you got to remember, this thing is probably going to be sitting in a desk drawer somewhere at home. And look, I mean, they're leather bound books. They're fancy. You probably spend a small fortune on them. Just go to a place like Kohl's or Woolies or Aldi and just buy yourself a notebook like this. It does the exact same thing. You write down your usernames and your passwords. So think of it this way. So I've got an elderly relative that might have a whole bunch of usernames and passwords for the banking and for a number of other things that they want to do. You know, a lot of older folks, they like to use Facebook to kind of keep in touch with the kids and the grandkids these days. They don't always forget their, or they don't always remember their usernames and passwords. Fine. So they write it down. So anytime that they need it, like for example, if they need to reset a router or log into a phone account or something like that, they've got it written down. It's handy and convenient for them. It's stuck in a drawer. Now, first of all, in order to get access to those things, you have to physically compromise the premises in which this is stored. So this kind of goes away from cyber criminals and goes more into the realm of traditional criminals, more your burglars, more your break and enter type of thing. So the average burglar that's going to break into a house, do you think he's going to go rifling through desk drawers looking for a book that says passwords on it? Hey, if it actually says passwords on it, maybe that's an attractive target and they take off with it and it gives them an opportunity. But odds are they're looking for something quickly they can steal. They're looking for the car keys sitting on the kitchen bench so they can steal the car. They're looking for cash, purses, phones, jewelry, anything they can get their hands onto, small electronics, something they can fence and sell quickly. They're not typically going in looking for passwords. Now, the other reason that I say that you shouldn't necessarily get one of these books that say password written on it is, well, what's one of the biggest threats to businesses? Insider threats, right? Now, that's either a malicious insider or a well-intended insider. Let's forget about the malicious outsider for a sec. 
So if you've got maybe a family member that's over kind of snooping around, you know, maybe somebody that has a little bit of a beef or, you know, has got a bit of an ax to grind and they're snooping around and they find this password book in your drawer. They don't actually have to steal it. They can pull it out. They can take a couple of quick photos and bang, they've got your access credentials. So while this method may work, I would probably say keep the book in a reasonably secure location. Look, if you really want to keep it in a household safe or some obscure drawer somewhere that you know where it happens to be, that's not in plain sight. That's not readily accessible for a lot of people. So you can probably get away with it. Now, the electronic password manager, you know, using something like 1Password is definitely going to be my go-to. But don't rule out going out and getting yourself a notebook or something like this if you're able to physically protect it. So all things in due context. So hopefully some of this stuff you'll find useful. If you've got any questions or comments, just reach out to me, cyberuncensored at gmail.com. And I'm looking out for you guys. Look after yourselves. Stay safe out there. Bye.